Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Come on into my house. I've been inviting y'all to my house every Saturday morning for 34 years. We've got over 8,000 hours of broadcast hours, over 20,000 homeowner questions answered on live radio, a weekly newsletter that's been distributed over 8 million times. Over a thousand newspaper articles published throughout the state of Arizona, all on one topic, your house, your home, your castle, or your cabin. And we come every Saturday morning to take your calls at one 767 and answer any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. It's our goal and our objective from the articles we publish in the newspaper, from the radio show we do every Saturday morning, from the website that lives on the internet machine 24 hours a day. We have one goal in mind, to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend with the most accurate information on how to live in the great state of Arizona. And we started that when we were only trying to make friends with three and a half million of you. Now we're at over 8 million. So the job is a big job, but it's our goal. We're going to talk about floor covering today, and I would welcome you to call us with your story about selecting floor covering in your last kitchen remodel. I love stories. I have a good story for you before you move into that. So last hour, what were you talking about? Uh, Dairy. And what about dairy? Bud or milk? Well, yeah, so, I kind of hogged the, the well, show there just for a few minutes. Kyle is a listener for 30 years, and he called in to say that was the most interesting segment he ever heard you talk about <laughs> because he's from Amarillo, Texas as All a right. kid and loved going to Piggly Wiggly for his buttermilk. Yeah, absolutely. And he's about our age and said he can't get his grandkids to drink it, but he still loves it, and he wants to know when you find it, he wants to know. So I've got him on my little callback list. I, I, was on a, I was on a hiking trip with someone here in town that was literally a world-famous gastroenterologist. And I was drinking my buttermilk every night. And he looked at me and he said, Rosie, if everyone drank whole buttermilk, a glass of whole buttermilk every night, I'd be out of business. It's the healthiest the thing you thing. can do for your digestive system. Kyle said the same thing. It's yeah. a cure-all. It is. It's got good probiotics in it. it and is. you know what was interesting? that he said after the broadcast and he was leaving is all milk is skimmed through the process. They add the fat back into it afterwards. That's what Wes said? Yeah. Be darn. Yeah. So I, I had no idea they skimmed it all first and then added the fat back in to for distribution. I, well, I like the fat back in now, part. On the, Me on too. the topic of stories, do you know how, how I got interested in drinking buttermilk? Uh, probably your grandpa. Well, he yeah, he would drink it, but it was really watching Andy May Griffith. Andy, Andy Mayberry. Mayberry. Yeah. Uh, and and he and Aunt B would have a glass of warm buttermilk at night. They'd take it off the oven in a in a in a pan, pour it into two 
glasses. So you wanted to be like Opie, huh? Well, I thought, well, you know, that sounds horrible, but I'm going to try it. Man, when I tried it, I thought, oh, baby, this is it. Listen, let's get back to the stories of floor covering. How about that, okay? (laughs) Having remodeled Arizona homes for 48 years, I can tell you that flooring is the center of a great majority of the stories I can tell you about remodeling. And I know you all, any of you who have been through remodeling, have had the decision-making process of floor product selection as a big part of your story. Now, Romy, generally, I tell people, listen, when, when I meet you the first time and we start, let's, let's just talk about a kitchen remodel, okay? Let's just make it simple. When I come and I meet you about your kitchen remodel, uh, everybody wants to know, well, how do we start making selections? And I tell them, well, in my experience, it seems most logical to me that we pick the floor covering first, especially if it's going to extend into different rooms and it's going to be the common denominator that kind of ties the house together. Let's start with picking the floor covering first. Now, Romy, in 48 years, how often do you think Arizona homeowners have followed that advice? Oh, I'm sure every time, Dad. <laughs> I would tell you it's less than 5%. <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you why. They don't follow that advice. It's the countertop's fault. Um, well, I can see that because when you were talking about that, I'm like, I never look at the floor. I walk on it. I don't look at it. I, I so I, I, I completely see that. The countertop robs people of the opportunity of doing it the right way. Because they go down to the slab shop and they see a slab that absolutely they've got to have. And now that slab, that countertop slab, then drives every other decision through the course of the whole remodeling process. And I think... Generally speaking, folks, if you project the finished project to the end, try and get it all tied together. Try and see it as one finished product to see how it ties together. So the flooring, I think, should take more priority. And like I say, less than 5% of my clients ever follow that advice. Um, (laughs) My feelings aren't hurt by it. But it sure is funny to watch uh, the uh, conversations go back and forth between all the decision makers about uh, what we're going to do. And a part of the complication is, in, in particular right now, is there are so many variables in floor covering. And I will tell you that in countertops, over 80% of the countertops we're installing right now are quartz. And then the rest is natural stone. We're hardly doing any tile at all, which was what the whole 80s was about. So the fact that countertop selection can be easier, there's less variables, there's less options, um, there's less walking down aisles up and down, up and down of the various products. Uh, You can go, a slab catches your eye, boom, that's what I want, and then everything is driven from that. But try and make the floor covering more of a collaborative decision with everyone involved 
and with the end product in mind. And it's going to look, when you're finished, it's going to be a much more completed package. And Romy, when it's the completed package, the floor complements the aura of the room that you can't help but not look at it when it's done correctly. So this week's article in the Rosie on the House newsletter that went out by subscription only, we don't uh, junk, we don't send junk to anybody's email that doesn't want it. It's all by subscription. It went out Thursday and we talk about how to go about selecting the floor covering for your next project. And a big part of that is going to be talking about budget. Uh, the other piece of information I give almost every client uh, I've ever remodeled for is if I were you and I wanted um, a clean house, uh, I would not install carpet. Yeah. As a remodeler, Romy, what's some of the nastiest jobs I've ever given you on the demo? Nasty. I see, and I thought ripping out carpet would just like be the first thing you said. I mean, ripping out old carpet is so filthy. It's so dirty. The 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 filth that's and and and, and that's in a clean house. <laughs> you go you go to someone that maybe has an inordinate amount of indoor pets, um, or isn't quite the housekeeper you've been accustomed to growing up with. Um, you almost literally need a respirator to start pulling carpet out. And it weighs twice what it weighed going in because it's so full of junk. We're going to talk about that, it a little bit later. Most when people you don't. Said nasty, my mind went immediately to pets and water damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or the jacuzzi you hand dug on the side of Camelback Mountain. I always, always liked that one. Um, in, in what we're going to talk about is about carpet, it, we're going to talk about warranties is as a part of the decision making process. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap the hour up talking about warranties. When was the last time you read the uh, owner's instructions for the carpet that you had installed in your house? Do you know most manufacturers want you vacuuming the carpet once a day? High traffic areas twice a day? Do, they, do you know that to keep the warranty on the carpet, you have to have it done? You have to have it professionally cleaned, and you have to save the receipts, and it has to be a certified carpet cleaner to keep the warranty in place. Okay, we'll talk warranties later, but right now I want to go into full spectrum how to select floor covering. When we get back, we're going to be talking about, let's just talk about budgets. Because we can go from a couple bucks a square foot to as much as you want to spend. And because we're generally talking about a fair amount of area, I think, again, it's another argument for let's pick the floor first. We can go a lot farther than how much you want to spend, too. A lot farther. A lot farther. I'm walking the floor over you. I'm walking the floor over you I can't sleep a wink, that is true 
I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart breaks right into walking the floor over you. Walking the floor. We're talking about floor covering selections and how you ought to consider getting that done the next time you're considering a remodeling project or just upgrading or updating the floor covering in your house. And I was mentioning that the decision to select floor covering usually gets hijacked by the countertop selection. And then what happens is we've picked the countertop we want, the slab that we want, and uh, then it takes approximately 147 hours of discussion to finalize on the backsplash. (laughs) (laughs) I can't... These are important decisions. I can't tell you the hours of marriage counseling I've had to uh, uh, practice in getting the backsplash selected. It's absolutely unbelievable. So let's start with the flooring and let's start talking about budget because because it, 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 it generally covers a lot more area than a countertop does. Let's see what we've got left over when we get the flooring selected. Let's start there. It's going to tie the whole room together as it falls into the family room or the living room. Uh, it's going to tie it all together. Let's start with a budget. And you can spend as much as you want. We walked an open house of a home being remodeled in Paradise Valley last Sunday. Jennifer and I went and saw it just before on our way to church. Uh, and they're going to do the whole floor in terrazzo. That's expensive. Now, baby, that's expensive. But you know what? That terrazzo floor is going to be there in 100 years. Yes, it is. And, and they, can take, they can take a hose. <laughs> if I were going to spend the money on terrazzo floor, I'd do a rolled... Uh, baseboard and i'd roll the terrazzo up the wall six inches and then spring cleaning would be a garden hose and a spray nozzle (laughs) and i'd have it all sloped i'd have it laser leveled to all drain out on the back patio (laughs) i don't know that there's a more expensive floor than terrazzo i guess there is but uh but it it's on the very top end but it is absolutely bulletproof it's all but permanent it's as permanent as anything you could possibly put in your house Uh, and it is easy easy to clean but now let's come down to the other side there's a lot of people that i would say through the 90s were toying with the idea of just hey let's get back to the raw concrete let's do what we got let's just deal with the raw concrete In the 50s, when we were building homes, the FHA made us color our concrete so that it could be waxed when the home was done. And the FHA considered that finished flooring. We called the dye that we put in the concrete FHA red. And you can still go to a lot of homes that were built in the 50s and the 60s. And start pulling the carpet up or the tile or the sheet vinyl or whatever it is there down there and find red concrete top. And that's the story. And it was a top coat. It wasn't mixed into the pour. It, it, well, it was, a, it, was a, it was a powder we spread over the top and trailed it in. 
is how it was most often done. What was the point of waxing it? It just give you a finished sealed product. And that was just for for one. hygiene and yeah, you know, easy to keep clean and easy to keep clean. So, and so the homeowner could then put aftermarket flooring in you could at do their it. choice. That's, that's exactly right. You know, that's how we sold homes for eight thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, one and a half bath, three bedroom home uh, in in North Central Phoenix, which was Thomas and Central. <laughs> um, you know, for eight thousand bucks, there were kit homes on FHA red concrete floors. Uh, and. We did see a resurgence of the concrete look back in the 90s. Uh, I think the first home you owned, you actually did a concrete overlay floor. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was an extremely handsome look. Now, you took the gray concrete and just squeegeed an acrylic finish over the top of it, basically, uh, right? Kind of. It was a um, acrylic, and I trout it on. Um, so it, it had trial marks. It, it wasn't a perfectly smooth, flat finish, but I liked it. Now, the first time, the first coat, I got the mix wrong and it never dried. It was like this wet glue. So I had to pay closer attention to my mixture and then, uh, then it finally dried. But you know, it was one of those things I had to sleep out on the patio for like three nights with all the windows open <laughs> to let all of off, the acrylic and the glue off and the off gas, <laughs> you know, harden and, and finish. And then, uh, no, it was polymer. It was a polymer-based flooring, and then it was an acrylic finish that I put over the top. And then in the home you built, you you did some flattooing. You know, it was yeah. exposed concrete that you put Arizona Ranch brands mm -hmm. That, and you scored the concrete. That was a very handsome look. Yeah, it, it, it was all concrete flooring. I don't know. Um, and, and each room had a different uh, style, different design, different theme. But, you know, the and then just use area rugs or, or as I say area rugs. They're really like cow, cow hides that you just yeah. get at the leather store. Buy the entire cow hide and just spread them out here and there. Well, the, the, the raw or treated concrete look was popular in the 90s, and I sense it may be coming back uh, because it is so practical. But now we're going to go into the other things you could go. Tile, wood, vinyl, porcelain. We'll talk about all of them here right after this break. All roads in Arizona lead to Sanderson Ford. Right here in Glendale, the most award-winning Ford dealership in America. Locally and family owned for 67 years. And maybe it's a little too warm now for you to walk the 64 acres and pick your car. That's okay. Just get on the website, SandersonFord.com. They actually have the inventory of new and used right there. You could pick from four Bronco Sports, six 2022 Edges, 15 Escapes, two Expeditions, three Expedition Max, and it goes on and on and on. It's all right there on the website. You can shop from home. 
you can get financed, you can buy, you can trade your car in, and they'll deliver the car to your house. Now, how much more no hassle can there be in car buying experience? I haven't bought a car anyplace else but Sanderson Ford for 40 years. Once you do it, you won't either. Give them a, give them a chance, give them an opportunity to earn your business. Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue in Maryland, right there south of Glendale. If you'd like to join the conversation this morning, one 767 4348 one rosie for you Text questions can be sent to 411-923. And you don't have to text a question. You can text a joke. We had somebody. Let's see if you know this one. What do you call a cow with no legs? This was one of Remy's favorites, so I knew it. Ground beef. Gosh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and it sinks in. Okay. He scores. <laughs> or if you need to send a picture, you can do it to info at rosieonthehouse.com. Glenn, good morning. Welcome to the program. How may we help you? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, How's your I haircut? Got, uh, oh, it was awesome. Hey, good, yeah, good, good. He texted clean about now. 40 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my house was built in 1990. So I got a 30-year-old carpet. I have a 30-year-old kitchen. And me and my wife uh, really need to get the carpet out. Uh, we were really sick of it with two dogs and a three-year-old and cats and hair everywhere. Um, and we want to redo the kitchen. Uh and so we called uh, Ram Flooring out. They came out, and we had a good talk with them about hardwood flooring. Okay. Now, with the kitchen, we have an island that we want to actually make into a mobile island okay. in, when we redo the kitchen. Okay. And he was telling me about the hardwood floors would be really hard to, um, since the island's in a big, it's a big island, uh, it would be really hard to do the flooring, because we're going to do the flooring before we do the kitchen. Okay. And... He he said once we take out the uh, island, we would, they would have to come back out and put uh, hardwood floors down. But me and my wife are really liking the concrete flooring. Okay. And he he said something that they don't do concrete flooring, but they have somebody they know. Yeah. Which their showroom is getting done in concrete flooring. That's right. Uh, and I. I haven't found anybody on your list about concrete flooring, so I, that's kind of the reason why I was calling in to see uh, where, what the pros and cons were with the concrete well, flooring. Where, where are you in Arizona? You must be uh, in... I'm you, at Peoria. Okay. <clears throat> For concrete flooring education and all that you can do with it, I would tell you get to the showroom of Cohills, and they are on our website, Romy has the address. I, now, th I think in their showroom they have about, what, is it fair to say 40 different concrete oh, finishes? At least in the showroom, it starts at their driveway. And it, you know, you park, every parking space has a different concrete coating finish. And then inside, it's, um, you know, more options than you could possibly fathom. But it's, it's on Ann Street, which is a really 
tall, small street that's off of I-17 and the 40th Street exit. You got to turn north and you got to turn. And it's it's kind of tricky to get to if you've never been there. Uh, 3825 East Ann Street. Just put that into your maps and it'll take you there. Cohills has been a a, there, a, 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 a a partner of Roselle on the House, I don't know, for 30 years. Yeah, and they're only yeah. open on Saturdays till 11. So it might be a little tight getting in today and really spending the amount of time you want in there. But, you know, they're... Uh, a lot of contractor businesses, so they're open at 6 a.m. during the week. I mean, they, they open early. They would be a great place to take a look at what you can do with raw concrete. There's one finish in the showroom that Raymond, that's what that's it is. Caught Jennifer's eye a couple times. When you turn it's, north on it's 40th, a, it's the first light. Raymond does a hook pick turn, and then there's Ann Street. Okay. The copper finish that they have on the concrete floor. Um, uh, uh, Jennifer would live inside a concrete, uh, a copper bowl, if, if we would let her. Uh, it's copper everything. Uh, but that, and then, then they've got the other one, that's the pennies. And then it's all cast in place. Oh, yeah. that, that's, a, that's a pretty cool look as well. Pennies is in coins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. The whole floor. That's the neat. The whole floor. Um, so, Concrete is something we were talking about earlier. Is something that was popular back in the 50s. Kind of had a resurgence in the 90s. I'm seeing a resurgence of it a little bit now uh, for a lot of good reasons. Uh, And Cohills would be a great place to get an overall education about that particular finish. And then we've got the Rosie Certified Floor Covering Experts. He mentioned that he'd been out to Bram. And Bram's going to have a brand new showroom done here within the next few months. And then we've got East Valley Floors out in the West and Mission Hardwood. Uh, But let's talk about picking that floor. Let's talk about your lifestyle. And uh, this Glenn in particular called three-year-old. Sounded like a couple dogs, sounded like a couple cats, sounded like he was getting rid of some 30-year-old carpet. Uh, He's going to be really glad he does when he gets rid of that. Let's take a look at the lifestyle. He talked about a rolling island, a portable island that's now attached to the floor. So we're going to have to have a product that stands up to the weight of those rollers and the chance that it could be catch a little grain of sand off somebody's shoe and the roller and the caster would catch it and drag it across the floor will it hold up to that if you do keep indoor pets dogs in particular you've got to pick a product that'll stand up to their nails uh, i've seen dogs ruin floor covering with their nails so if you've got indoor pets make sure you've got a product that will stand up to that kind of action you can take a look at the luxury vinyl tile lvts i would say that is probably the number one most popular floor covering product we're generally installing today um engineered wood uh is is seeing a resurgence i think um the lvts then you've also got all the tiles uh, whether it's natural stone or it's porcelain or it's ceramic let me just give you a little tip here if, if you're going to be in an active home that sees a lot of activity and you're going to go tile, consider porcelain as opposed to ceramic because most porcelains have the same color on top all the way through the tile. So should one 
chip. It is not a glaring pimple staring you at the in, in your face every time you walk over that area of the floor. Ceramic tile is usually glazed over the top, and should it chip, should you drop something and break a little piece off, that blister, that little pimple is forever there, and it's hard to repair. I think travertine has almost run its course, where it was probably... 80% of what was you, being installed. You used to see people that would just spray paint on a sign and stick it on the road, travertine. Yeah, travertine. It, it was travertine, so popular. Travertine. You could, uh, that was all you had to do was a spray painted piece of plywood. And improperly installed travertine is a nightmare, an uh, absolute nightmare. One of the things I, I did not mention when I was talking about budget is whenever you buy the floor covering for the area you're doing, the installers, even if you're installing it yourself, when we're installing floor covering, we always have some amount of waste. Uh, it either comes, you know, in square tiles or octagon tiles or square sheets of vinyl or planks of wood. There's always going to be cuts that have to be made to fit it into your floor plan, into your home. That's what we call waste. Every different Every different flooring product has a different factor of waste. And you have to know that when you're ordering your material. You do not want to get 80% done with your job and realize you're 10% short on the material you need because there's no guarantee it'll come from the same section of the quarry, the same dye lot, the same manufacturing run. It could be very, very tough to match. So make sure you order enough to account for the wastage of all the cuts you're going to have to make. And I would tell you to order an additional 10% to just store somewheres on your property in the case you would ever have to come back and do a repair or a modification to it. All things you need to consider in the budget. We've got someone calling and wants to talk about laminate flooring. Let's see if Matt, uh, what can we help him with? Mr. Matt. Hey, good morning, Rosie Romy. Great to talk to you. I, yes, sir. Can you hear me? Perfectly. All right. Awesome. Great, great. Uh, I've been holding on this question for a couple of months to ask <laughs> you guys, and, and today seems like the perfect day. Okay. So, um, so a couple, couple years ago, I replaced all of the floors in my house um, with laminate and um, did like a stress test on 19 different samples to figure out which one would hold up to my kids and dogs. Okay, yeah. And it's, it's been beautiful, but I'm starting to see some, some places where the, um, uh, the seams are starting to spread out. And I, I refuse to accept the fact that I didn't install it properly and say that it's something else that's happening. But I'm wondering, it, it probably was installer error, um, but I'm wondering, is there a way, how do I close up those gaps without having to... Um, uh, you know, pull up yeah, the floor uh, from the yeah. sides and, and pound the planks in. All right. Here's what we're going to do. You installed it yourself. How we're going to close it back up is going to depend on what the product is. So, Matt, what we're going to do um, is we're going to have uh, Mr. Vaughn Payne of East Valley Flooring or Rosie Certified East, Floor, East Valley Flooring. He covers the valley. Uh, but we're going to have Vaughn 
come by and take a look at what the product is and coach you through exactly how and what needs to be done to close that back up and bring it back to original installation tightness. So we'll get you Vaughn's number. Uh, I'll make sure Vaughn does that as a courtesy. I'll take him out to a nice dinner somewhere. Uh, but East Valley Floors, uh, Rosie certified for, golly, and they've been with us for at least 20 years. Uh, Vaughn will have all the information you need. So Matt is talking about the decision-making process he went through to, to narrow the product down to his busy house. And he actually took samples home and stress tested them. What, what a great objective way of analyzing. Where am I going to spend my money? What product am I going to purchase to allow my kids to fall, trip, spill, <laughs> get sick, uh, and the pets and the dogs? Uh, a great, great objective life lesson. So lifestyle plays a big part. Now we're going to start talking about tile and its descending popularity and why. And it's very simple. It's grout. We're talking through the process of selecting the floor covering you might consider for the upcoming remodeling project or flooring update you've got at your house, home, castle, or cabin. And we have talked through a lot of it today. We're kind of to the point of tile. And I can tell you, I, I honestly can't remember the last tile job we did at Rosie Wright Remodeling. Uh, we, do some, we do showers and we do some bathrooms. But uh, I, I think people just are fed up with the grout. I really do. Uh, the the cleaning of it, the sealing of it, the preservation of it, the dirt trapping capability of it, all of that. So the other thing, the last thing I wanted to talk about in reference, and then you've got the woods, and you've got the engineered wood, and you've got the real wood, and you've got a hundred different species of real wood you can go with, and uh, we have. Rosie certified flooring contractors and consultants ready for you at the time you want to talk to Bram Flooring, like I say, on the west side, Peoria area. They're going to have their new showroom open here in a couple months, right? Uh, you know, they, they were talking into summer, thing weren't they? Construction, uh, maybe February. Oh, a little bit later. Okay. So that, that, but they're, they're currently officing and doing business now. And then you've got East Valley yeah, floors out in the east. They're and, on like uh, Union Hills and 109th or 111th Avenue. I can't remember the exact, I think it's 109th. Uh, but they're moving out on Litchfield and Reams is where the new showroom will be out in Surprise. So it'll be exciting. And we'll, we'll actually, uh, we've been talking, we'll do a live broadcast when they're ready oh, for good. The, the grand opening and looking forward to, uh, to that great event, Mission Hardwood Floors 
pretty self-explanatory hardwood flooring contractor. They were just on air with us. Well, you mentioned, Bram, they'll be in studio next Saturday. Good. Okay. Uh, last month, I guess I think it was April, uh, we had Bobby Serafin in from Mission Hardwood. That's all they do is wood flooring. And we did a, a great video. You talked about uh, the care, maintenance, the, the product that will yeah. last 100 years. Well, yeah. a properly cared for wood floor, um, we, we were joking in the video we put together, you know, it should last you 150 years. They've been in business 50 years. So I'm like, you're still 100 years away from having a repeat customer. Uh, yeah, right. If, if they follow the uh, care package and, and proper maintenance for it. And then East Valley Floors, like you said, they've been with us. I remember meeting Vaughn. It was one of the first contractors I met when I started working. So, I mean, they, they go back 21 years. Take a good hard look at whatever floor covering product you pick, at the warranty of the product, and what your obligation is going to be to maintain that warranty. Let me just let me just bring this one issue up. For vinyl tile, if you're going to install vinyl tile, for it to be warrantied by the manufacturer, the floor has to be level to an incredible extent and cleaned. It can't have a particle of sand underneath the vinyl. Because it'll telegraph through. That voids the warranty. The floor has to be incredibly level. And do you know how hard it is to level a concrete floor that's one quarter inch out of level in 10 feet? It takes a special product. It takes a special skill set. It's not easy. But it has to be done if you want the warranty maintained on that particular product. So on floor covering, I'll end this hour by repeating my advice that, like I say, less than 5% of my clients over the last 48 years have taken it, pick your floor covering first in any remodeling project you're considering. Let it dictate or at least drive the impression of the final product where you're tying in the cabinets, the countertops, and the backsplashes. But let the floor covering start the decision-making process and then tie it all together. Don't jump and pick that countertop slab first. It'll drive everything. And you'll spend your whole budget on the countertop. You won't have anything left for the backsplash, or the floor top, or the cabinets.